0: Journalist, not a terrorist. The terror in America. I know what's right. The First Amendment tight. The terror in America. With the Lafayette Square. Cause Trump don't care. the kids out of the cages and increase our wages. Welcome back to the in America. We're here with all our wonderful people, Bo, thank you for all your work, all the people, Cindy, Eduardo, oh, so many people. I, just, I Every once I forget to thank people, but whenever they threaten to strike, they always remind me to thank them, <laughs> so I'm thanking them now. And here uh, we have Jill Michelle Milan. Uh, on the Harry Hello. It's so, so good to talk to you. Um,
1: yes. Thanks I, for having me back.
0: Well, that's more in the rarity, because you're the only person we've had back so far. And I figured these strange times, I wanted a funny person to start off the show. Oh. So.
1: because <laughs> oh, I can't tell my, tell my deep doomsday stories. Uh, no, you guys well, don't want that. <laughs> you
0: can have deep doomsday stories, but I got to tell you, we're. Kind of in a doomsday right now, and hoping we we get out of it. You just got an an amazing award from the official Latino Film Festival. um It was I think it's run by Danny Hastings, and you got best comedy actress.
1: Well, I have to say I'm nominated. It still hasn't ha- happened oh, yet. So I know you're going to win in the future, you... which is great.
0: <laughs> Jill, let me tell you, I know I know Danny Hastings. I know that group. They're great people, but I'm. Uh, I'm. If I give them like hundred bucks, you're winning. So I just want to tell you that right now. <laughs> so I'm planning to to boost some influence and give them a hundred dollars and and uh, the you know AMC uh, tickets that I'm never going to use. Um,
1: Fantastic, thank you. And and you will <laughs> get the award
0: as best Latina comedy actress, which is amazing because yes. because there's a lot of good Latina com, com, com comedians out there. Is there one that's your favorite?
1: Um, myself. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. No, um, that's it. no, I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of us that are really, uh, great. Um, you know, when I first started, there was very little, like yeah. as far as even, yeah. um, females in particular, no. like there was hardly any, you know, Who we might. had like Roseanne Barr to look up to Brett Butler to look up to, you know, and then go old school, like Phyllis Diller. Um, you know, but there wasn't, there wasn't, um, kind of like, what would they call the girl next door? doing comedy. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's very common to see girls doing comedy, which is wonderful. But even now I, I really don't want to do any stand-up right now just because yeah. of all the politics going on. And it's like, you know, we used to make fun of everybody. It didn't matter because it was comedy. And now it's like, if you say something, um, that rubs someone the wrong way, they're like, Ooh, yeah, that's racist. Or, Oh yeah, you just, Ooh, that's crossing the line. And it's like, Comedies, there's no boundaries and, and it's a shame, you know, it's a shame that it's this time right now, but I'm hoping, you know, we can pull out of it and go back to just laughing at ourselves. Yeah, that's like, it's such, it's such great medicine for
0: For for me, laughing at other people makes me happy. I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, It's it's the way comedy is. I mean, the faster it is, I mean, it's like, look, if you see a man slip on a banana peel, slow motion, it's tragedy. You know, you know something bad. Right. <laughs> but fast motion in kind of a black and white, you know, silent film style is hilarious. That's all I'm saying. Um,
1: I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Those those days are now there was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for him. And you're like, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. And people people, I, I have to admit, get a little little uh, thin skinned. Um, and I think that's also part of the sign of the times. It's just, you know, I think we've been messed up. Mentally, by politicians say they're joking and they're not, and comedians right. say they're joking and they are. And then they're, the comedians are the one who get in trouble. Um, you know, yeah. Al Franken, that guy, boy, they, you know, they tore him apart. Um, oh my gosh! And you know, great political leader and a great man, but I think it's happening. People are getting wrapped up in almost the minutiae. They're saying, you know, because comedy is supposed to, you know, um, shock. And that's part of the the mm-hmm. it's it's the unexpected thing said or or it's mm-hmm. the thing that no one else will say that's what comedians do and and I know with you with your comedy um you know how when did you start start noticing that happening i mean it, it you were sensing it from crowds i
1: you mean like started to notice yeah, how people were getting offended. Mm-hmm. um um I think it started happening um probably about I want to say about two years ago is when I started to really notice it. Um, And not so much the audience, but other comics coming to me and going, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do that joke because and I was like, what? Yeah. And the audience was still going for it because I think, um, you know, mainly even though I'm a mainstream comic, I have a big Latino fan base. Well, yeah. And Latinos are all like, let's just have fun. You know, let's have a good time. Like, whatever, if you can make me laugh. And you remind me of like my sister. Oh my God, even better. Like, so there's a more of like a camaraderie of like, hey, I'm sitting around with a bunch of family members and we're, you know, mm. sh- shooting the crap at the table, you know? It's, but when you, when you have other comedians now censoring you to say, maybe you shouldn't say that and stuff, is when you just go, what's going on, guys? Like, what's, yeah, we're, that, we're, that, we're the coaches. No, no, We're the ones that are supposed to, yeah, that's what happened
0: to me. I was doing a, a show in in uh, I think it must have been Alabama or Georgia or one of those places, and I, one of the comics came up and it said, you know, Rick, you can't put down Nazis. Now it's going to hurt people, and I think you got to really look at, <clears throat> look at the positive things Nazis did versus oh my the negative.
1: God. You're lying, and they no were way. telling me, and, that and I was like, happen.
0: I was like, well, back in my day, was saying you're against fascists was you know bad and they're like no 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 that's anti-fa anti-fascist you cannot be like that and it was weird he was a mexican talking to me that was the weird part about it with that accent <laughs> so uh, I'm those just, cowboy
1: saying, hats throw you yeah, off yeah threw me <laughs> off at the versace
0: versace shirt and the cowboy boots and you know he was saying you should not put down certain people certain they're good people on both sides and you know that's so different because right. you are going good people on both when you when we were storming Normandy Beach, it wasn't saying like hold us, hold your fire. There is good people on both sides. Let's find out who it is. It's like no, right? They were the Nazis, <laughs> and uh, called me old fashioned, but in my in my generation, Nazis were a bad thing. So that's kind of you know that's the change <laughs> is we're seeing this radicalization in America of sides, mm-hmm. and I, I just look at it and I go look. Where is the dignity for truth, you know? And that's why I wanted to bring you on the show because you know we talk about politics and stuff uh, um, uh, off 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 camera. But I wanted to talk to you yeah. today. How, what are you What are you feeling right now? It's a very historical time in America. We don't know who's going to be the president yet. It's looking good right now on this day we're recording for Joe Biden. If somehow Georgia comes around or Nevada stays, and he has a path to win, which is ironic. Um, Because I think a lot of a lot of people thought Trump was invincible. you know, uh, about a year ago he was invincible and that's changed. Uh, Well,
1: I think I think Trump thinks he's invincible, Um, you know, and and he's really publicized that. And, and, you know, going back to the jokes, it's like, you know, um, you know, you have to know your role, you know, know where you are, like. We can't go to do a kids show and and drop the f bomb every other word. No, you know, and I've, it's tried. Like, I've tried. I've tried at least four one times. One when you were on The Apprentice mm-hmm. and you could fire everybody, and it was entertainment. But now you're in a position of you're the leader of our free world, and you have to know know your role. And he doesn't. He is he is the same in every environment. And that's a that's a definition. For my, you know, for myself and what I've studied, because I I have studied um, with different types of uh, sociologists and Mm -hmm. um, and psychiatrists and uh, psychotherapists that he's a sociopath. Mm -hmm. And um, and and it's scary that this person is in charge of he's our spokesperson, you know, and when a sociopath is our spokesperson, there is no right or wrong. It is whatever I feel in the moment that's going to make me feel good and feel empowered. And that's a very scary place to be because we have children looking up to him and going, oh, I should act like that. That's a role model. And we're like, no, 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 don't. And, you know, look, politics are politics. Like, they're all corrupt in the end.
0: You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast. The podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: This one I'm like oh, I'm telling you, the,
0: one of the funnest guys to party with in Vegas. I gotta tell you it's it's Donald Trump. I mean, he's yeah. we call <laughs> we, he's crazy. You're at partying with him in Vegas. It's like Donald, it's six in the morning, slow down. And it's like not. Nah, yeah. He's he's out there having a good time. You know, he's like just moving and, and just just living, you know. But would I want this guy to be my president? I you know, that's the problem. That's why when they're calling him Sleepy Joe, Joe Biden, I'm like I hope so. I'd really like to have a nice one night of just restful sleep. <laughs> I just don't want to think about any politics at all. Just one night where no one's in a war, a terror, war China. It's like having a, a kid as your child it's this, you know. that has a drug problem. It's like four in the morning, you get a phone call say, like, oh, where's Billy? Oh, no, Billy's gone. Oh, what's he done now? And it's the police on the line. Exactly. So-
1: exactly. You go to sleep and you don't know what you're waking up for. Too, you know, you're like, oh, what are we, what are we in for today? Oh,
0: what? Oh my gosh, what did Billy tweet now? Oh no!
1: Yeah. Oh. (laughs) But now, Um, but again, we're we're older, and we can we can make fun of those things, you know, and and have a little bit of tongue in cheek. But in our gut, we also know that this is very, it's very, you know, it's true. Like you're like, oh, but this is actually true. He's not really joking, mm -hmm. and and then you have kids that are. Not haven't been on this planet long enough to understand that this guy, it, this is not the way you're supposed to be to and treat other people. No, he's, so that's he, I, he's breaking really it, Scary to he's, me.
0: He's breaking every schoolyard rule. It's like Billy, do not say that to people. No, the right. N word is not okay, <laughs> Billy. It's not okay. You know, you can't grab women from there. You just know, Billy. No,
1: that's a bad boy. <laughs> give, give me your hand.
0: No, don't touch me. Just give me your hand. Slap it. Bad bad Billy. And you know, that's, that's kind of what we sunk down to. I think with the last uh, debate they had, someone goes, well, it w- wasn't really bad. He was making some senses." and you go, that's, that's it. I mean, I thought the president was supposed to be the best of us all. I think you're right. You
1: know, it's so, it's so funny. Cause even like with my niece and nephew, I used to always tell them, you know, when they would pout, I would say change your face. I would go change your face right now, because I'm not going to give you what you want when you're pouting like that. You mm. know, and it's funny because here's Trump with this pout, like consistent pout of like, mm, you know, if yeah. he doesn't get his way, he's like, mm. and I'm just like, oh man, I want him to tell, I want some change your face, change your face, change like, your
0: face. Well, listen, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my many Trump voters.
1: I oh wanna, yes, no, yeah, I'm sorry about I, that. Yes. Okay. But again, we love him on The Apprentice. He was awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just outside of that, but okay. So let's make a prediction. We this is before yes. the election. You know, this is, this is, we're in like November, just put this in context, folks. We're like November 5th. Who do you think is going to win? This is Joe Michelle Milan. (sighs) Million.
1: Who do I think will win? Who do you think? Um, You know, it's, God, you know, my. Answer it, Jill. Answer it. I want Biden (laughs) to win. I want Biden to win, but I think this is going to be drawn out for a very long time. I think in the end, what will happen is Trump will push it to the extension where our votes don't matter. And then it goes to the House where they have to decide. Mm -hmm. And hopefully there'll be more Democratic votes than Republican. And then he'll get his kick in the butt there that they don't even want him. So that's what I'm hoping. So I hope in the end, Biden does win.
0: Very well said, Jill Michelle Malan. You want to ask me the same question?
1: All right. Uh, Rick Nahara, who do you think will win the 2020 uh, presidential election?
0: I am predicting uh, Joe Biden. I think um, that I think people are exhausted by Trump, you know, whether you reform or not. It just hasn't seemed to pan out. I mean, the the only wall I think he's successfully built is uh, around the White House. That's really the wall that he really put up. He put a big wall around the White House. And I think it's symbolic of, of his administration, it's it's not a he's yeah. not a president for all America It's a president for a small part of America or, you know, the other part that's been uh, kind of a working class to look to him to go, hey, hopefully he'll bring the jobs back. But this is the thing. Those jobs aren't coming back. We need to create new jobs. Yeah. And um, well, now, I,
1: let me ask you this, yeah, you know, ahead. being uh, a Mexican-American, why are the Mexicans voting for him?
0: It's only actually about twenty five percent of Mexicans uh, that are, are voting for Trump, okay. and that's you got to look at it this way. And then Cubans, it's more That's something like a, some huge number in, in Miami. But Miami, I can see because they've told the Venezuelans and the Cubans there and some Puerto Ricans right. that are, are fleeing either dictatorships or corruption, and they're telling exactly. them I that, that Biden that is a communist.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't make sense, but I understand why they think that. But as far as like for me, when Mexicans are for Trump, I just I still don't see I don't see the logic there at all.
0: You know, the question is this. The deeper thought is this. If I create a petroleum job, it's not helping. But if I create, uh, you know, renewable energy, that's 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 a better uh, job to create. So if I sit there and say, well, Trump has made more African-Americans and. And and uh, Mexicans have, you know, a better economy. And you can say, yeah, but here's the difference. If you don't have health care, and I had a catastrophic in- injury, of, you know, I was in the hospital, uh, ICU for two weeks. It was about $300,000. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm a member of a union, and the union picked up, I had healthcare, so it picked it up. I wasn't bankrupt from having a catastrophic injury. Other people right. aren't. They're going to sit there and cut that because they're trying to balance a budget that they put up by two trillion, and you know, and give backs to rich and stuff like that. It's always the poor they take from. It's always the unions. You know,
1: and it's interesting that you say that because you know, when I talk to people in Miami that are Republican, they actually say that that's what the Democrats are going to do. Yeah, not. And I'm like, what? They're like, they're going to take our Social Security because they're going to give it to the poor. And I'm like. No. What? Now, no, the, they're here to help. The, like, the, I, the, I go, this isn't.
0: F- like, so the, the I thing, have no
1: idea where they're getting their information.
0: They're getting their information, unfortunately, from Facebook and social media. That's really it. Yeah. I mean, because you, they were told not to believe in news. It's all fake. They were told that. It's all right. fake. It's this. It's fake news. So the only way you can no. get your news is either through Trump or their websites or their militia members or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that, you know, that don't wear a mask became a political issue.
1: I actually was like going, oh, my God, he didn't have COVID because he was like fine, like so quickly. And, you know, a friend of mine's husband passed away. He was Broadway star that passed away from COVID. Yeah. Yes, there's different strands of it. But I was talking to a doctor that works in a hospital in Glendale, and he was saying he's like, we don't know because sometimes it attacks the lungs. Sometimes it attacks the nervous system. He's like, it is such a, a mutant, you know, a mutant type of, of disease. Um, he's like, we had a 20 year old just passed away in the hospital last week. He's like, and I go, well, did Trump really have it? And he said, I, I am hundred percent sure he did because I was watching a lot of his mannerisms and you could tell that he was holding back like coughing and certain things during, um, the first debate. Mm-hmm. And he said, But you have to also understand that he's got the best, he's got the A team. You know, he's like they pumped him full of steroids. They got him, you know, back up on his feet quick as as quick as they could. He goes, not everybody has that kind of access. Nobody has that kind of access. They had far
0: or whatever it's called. It was like steroids. Here's the difference. If you're if you have COVID and your first signs that comes back positive. You are rushed to you know a hospital in a in a the presidential helicopter and taken in there with at with a team of twenty four doctors twenty four seven try giving you every experimental drug there's a good chance you're gonna you're gonna um, push this away uh, I knew someone that's twenty nine years old perfect health had gone to italy um got it, and came back spent some like a hundred days in i c u now if I spent two mm-hmm. weeks in i c u it was th- three hundred thousand dollars. How much is that guy's bill? And that's the thing. It's, oh it, my it,
1: gosh.
0: you know, I knew Edward James almost his his uh, cousins uh, was a ER doctor. He came down with it, died, and his wife da- died a few days later.
1: What? It's,
0: yeah, yeah. These things. Oh are my real. gosh, they're real. You know, I'm not making this up. I'm, I've known plenty of people, and, and you know, we here, here in America, we follow COVID procedures. Me and Bo, where he's he's got a mask on. I do too. That's what we got to do. Listen, I want to thank you for coming on Nahara America and giving your yes, thoughts.
1: Thank you. And yeah. uh,
0: we're going to look out for the official <laughs> Latino Film Festival where you are nominated. Uh, you're going to win. And uh, thank you for I coming sure on. i
1: sure hope so. It'll be great. It'll be some good news during this whole uh, dramatic world you're living in.
0: Oh, a world. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jill. Thanks for coming on the show. Jill, Michelle, and Nahara in America. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast. The podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Join us next week for more on Aaron America.